with our society today. And one of the things I, I have thought about was the fact that they we asked the question, um, why do why is urban communities are struggling? Why are they? Um, why are the communities the way that they are? Why are um, there's um, maybe sixty five percent of absence of fathers in the home, single mothers? You know why is um, um, young males growing up and young females growing up without fathers, especially in African American communities as a whole. Um, and one of the things I want to say is, it's um, it, it comes down to it that, and they say, well, what can we do to fix the problem? You know, the fixing the problem is really dealing with the generational and sin issue. You know, we must deal with the issue from a biblical perspective is what I'm saying is as far as like we must bring God into the equation in understanding that um, it is not a race issue. It is a sin issue. So we must look at from the way God sees it is that we have to um, put ourselves in a situation where we must give people knowledge and understanding and educate them as well. You know, it's so important to have such a balance in today's world, in today's society with um, things going on because everything is being changed and rearranged and influenced. And um, the one thing that is, that is that should stay constant and always stay constant is the word of God. And... The one thing I, I I was listening to, I, I guess um, one of the professional athletes was, you know, they were discussing, you know, um, some things about that topic, and you know, and it's the real reason I see it is that a lot of in this society where it's fathers, men are um, being targeted, and the voice of a father is being silent, is being trying to be silenced in society as a whole. And and that ought not to be so, you know, because men and fathers um, are are very important to God in itself because he created them. You know, even in the book of Genesis, God created, you know, he created man and he also created a male and female. He created men and men and women. So he created both male and female. So but he created the man first. And it's so important why we see lot a lot of our um, males, whether it's African Americans, Latinos, or um, Caucasians, are in our prison systems. And you know, we we say it's a race thing. It's not just a race thing. It's a it's just a male thing. A male thing. That's that's the reason why we have absence of of fathers in the home. You know, and I know they would say, well, um, because most um, Caucasian families come from two parent homes, but not everybody comes from two parent homes. Some somewhere, um, some families are raised by single mothers. Now they're being raised by single fathers. So the structure of where we are as a whole in the society is to where um, the issues at hand is where we must bring family structure back into a, uni a unification, and must we must eliminate the fact that it's not about the the role um when i say about color or race because that is something that we we got to really get past in order to see past that as a whole yes they use it as a you know as some people use it because they use it as a tool of of keeping people stuck in that mindset but the main thing is that it's not it's not a color issue it's a sin issue it is an issue where we must address the problems because the Bible says that the iniquities of the fathers will visit the third and fourth generation. So it's going to come down to where children will be affected. Even as mothers, your children will be affected. And that's something where we must come as a whole in society, both male and female, men and women, because when you get to that place of gender and um, and and knowing the difference as a man and a woman is responsibility that we must learn to take responsibility where it comes 
you know, in our as our as our family, as a whole, in our communities. And that that is the point where people don't want to take the responsibility. Everybody wants to blame shift and this and that, but we must really look at where it is. It, it is the devil. The devil tries to divide and conquer. So if he can divide the home, he can divide the man, he can divide the woman, then guess what? He can come after the children. And they're the main the source. Because if they don't have strong a strong mother, a strong father in the home, you know what I mean, or a strong, a strong parental guidance in the home, then they're left uncovered. And they're left to the influences of the enemy and of the flesh and of what is the world that is out here. And the Bible says all those things that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, because you can see it. You can see it in social media. You can see it in the music industry. You can see it in all forms of entertainment that causes people to, it causes the young generation to strive after, to feel, and to have validation. And validation and affirmation should come from the strongest influences in the home. Um, and that's where as, as parents, as mothers and fathers, single mothers or single fathers or um, parents as a whole, we must come back to God and get a God-centered focus on what we need to do. And that's very important that as parents come back to that focus and as men and women we have to come back to God we have to come back to the place where God wants us to be because who do who who is this generation being influenced by they're being influenced by rappers basketball players artists social media that is the biggest influence that kids want to emulate but the generation they should want to em- the person they should want to emulate is a mother and a father in the home, and I'm I'm definitely am for a mother and a father in the home. Although I know I didn't grow up with my father in the home. Yes, I had my mother in my home and my stepfather there, but that that is something for me where I saw my grandparents together for many many years, and for me, I saw. You know, that that was a, a good influence in my life. And I could say that um, that that is where we must help our young generation because they are the ones that have no guidance right now. And and the world is leaving the children to fend for themselves. It is trying to silence the authority of a father figure in the home, wherever a man goes that is where they're trying to silence the authority figure. And that is a critical point in our society today. And it's critical that we need strong fathers and, and mothers in the home, being nurturers and, love and, and caring and protecting for this next generation. Because this generation needs help. They are hurting they are confused, yet they say in in the government and the s- systems that are allowing them to think and fend for themselves and having their own parental guidance. They cannot parentally guide themselves because as a young child growing up, you know, you need... Um, Somebody that is going to lead and guide you in the right direction. And that is where we must have God to guide our parental guidance in where we need to go. Because it's very important that this generation have somebody that's going to influence them in the God direction. Because some of the things that these young people are doing out here and on social media, I mean, and I see some of this stuff out here on social media, and I don't believe, and for me, I don't, I don't see how um, that, you know, that kids are just left to just do whatever, and 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 that ought to not be so, and it's really time for um, Christian parents and parents to come together and really 
um, be on guard over the children and over your own life as well. Because the devil is coming to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is what he's doing. He's coming to steal the power and the authority that God has given us to try to keep us from walking in our authority as parents, as um, role models, as those who are in, even in Christ, and those who are parents have a responsibility. You know, and because no one should have a stronger influence over your children than you do. You know, because you birthed them, they're under your care. And this is something that I was wondering and thinking about, you know, because, you know, it's important that, um, you know, we see why, um, why there's so many men and so many young men being are locked up in, in jail and in prison now, because, their fathers are in prison or their fathers were never there. And there's no one to guide them in the right direction. No one to lead them. To tell them when they're wrong, even when they don't like it. Because the problem is, is that we don't want to tell this generation that they're wrong. And, and because, you know, our system and our society has this desire to want to take the authority away from parents... Do parents make mistakes? Yep, we make mistakes. Um, do we always get it right all the time? No, but it's and does it's important that as parents we do lean on God as the true responsibility help us to guide us into where we need to go. But the one thing about it is is that we cannot allow certain things to dictate and to influence. Parent parental guidance in this hour and authority in this hour because too too much has allowed the world to influence your parental guidance as a parent and and influencing your decision making as a parent to instruct educate inform and discipline your child and and only just love them and love them because you want to love them you want to guide them and lead them to where God wants them to be. But in order to do that as parents, it's time for parents to take a stand in their life with God, in their walk with God. And we wonder why our kids are acting up. We wonder why kids are in rebellion because parents have not taken their godly authority because too long it's been focused on stuff that's not relevant. You know, focusing on Having a career in success and fame, that's a career in being successful, that's fine. But at the expense of your child going lacking, that's 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 great. We're supposed to be providers and that's what we do and, and for our children. But if the time is not spent investing in them, and it is not just going to sports, it is not just that. And it's something that my son was sharing, some, my stepson was sharing something with... Um, uh, me and my wife about just you know just getting to spend time with us just getting to know us and that is something you get and develop the relationship so not only just that but even as Christian parents you get to you get to know they get to know who God is in you just getting to know you and that's important you know and that's important to to know and to to spend that time, you know, I know we spend time doing everything else. We spend time going to athletic events and sporting events. That's fine and good. But just to sit down and have a conversation, just to sit down and investing the time into your children, into your family. When we live in a technology age where everything is having a greater influence than over your children than you are. And as parents, that that is something that parents must be mindful of is to strive to become better in Christ Jesus. And for parents that don't know why things are going on in your life, then it comes to get to know God and know why God wants you saved and why God wants you um, 
close to him so you can understand your child more and you can understand the the reasons why things are happening the way they are in this society and we wonder why stuff is going all over the place and we wonder why there's um, young people killing young people and why all these things are happening and why gangs are happening. Gangs are happening because there's no fathers. And, and strong fathers and there's not only just strong fathers but the fathers themselves were in gangs because of their fathers weren't with them in the home so they were they were only they were only just trying to make their way but they weren't ever taught and this is the fact that we have to come back to educating how to become a father how to be a father there's no manual but there's also how to be a man in life how a man is responsible for what he does and what he says and how women are responsible because there also are women out there who are locked up who have had to be who had to you know go through incarcerations and to do certain things that they're not greatly proud of and I understand all of that but it comes where they needed fathers and they needed mothers and 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 now they had to do what they needed to do to uh, get to take care of their family and it costs them. And this is where we have to go back to the original foundation of family structure. Because everything in this world is trying to destroy that. And I said this before, is what is influencing the family? Because our governmental system is making laws that is, that is not for the, the, the core foundation of family structure. You know, it is hiding an agenda that is totally going against the family structure. And that in itself, you know, has slowly dissipated. And now we become reverse rights and we want to have, you know, women as equal rights as men as far as certain things. And and now we push a different agenda. And we want to, and they want to influence people with a certain ideology and belief. But the one thing is, is, is sure is that it's in error and it's wrong outside of the word of God. You know, and that's where it comes down to is that what is influencing your thought patterns and your thought processes and when it comes down to it is nothing should move you but the word of God. That should be the strongest influence in your life as a parent, as a mother and a father. You know, right now because everything is trying to sway you away from being in the place where you two are one. You two are working together. And as a single mom, if you're a single mother, get with God. God will help you. He will guide you to what you need to do. And as a father, as a single father, whether you had um, children out of wedlock or whatever it is that your situation is, God is the number one guiding source for it all. But we must get back to God. Repent. And come back to God. And then as parents, we must be able to now be responsible. And we must educate ourselves and our children through the word of God. And we must be living epistles in this world. Because it's not the time to be, um, um, what's the word, to draw back in what we see right now. Because we got young people just out there doing whatever they want to do and we got, you know, women now want to do whatever they want to do and just forsake all this stuff. And and nobody's operating in the original core foundation of where the family started. And that's where Genesis started, was the family. And God cares about family. And so do I. You know, and that's where it's been on my heart to really call on even men, that men men get up in the morning and pray get up and rise up in the morning and pray I do I get up and get up in the, and pray before I start now before I start my day I make sure that I pray and spend time with God before I go to work or do anything else I spend time with God because if, if God is not first he will not govern you can't God will govern the rest if he's not first he must be first to govern the rest the same thing as a woman of God. As a woman, according to the book of Proverbs, she rises up early. 
So she has to rise up early to get direction from God on how to be able to handle her household. And that is important because we can go out and go to work and get a job. And I remember I should just get up and be so worried about going to work every day and then not really spending the quality time with God. And I had to realize that, that that's the most important thing is to spend the quality time with God before you do anything. You know, and that's something you have to make yourself to do to become disciplined, to seek after, to know God. Because that should be a great desire to get to know him. Because when you get to know him just by spending time with him in prayer and reading your word before you start, that, that, that'll kickstart the rest of your day. Because he'll guide you through the rest of your day. He'll guide you and show you what you need to do and how your day is you know going to, you know you know going to go if you allow the spirit of God to lead you and that's so important as a parent as a father and a, um a mother even as a young person as the youth if there's anybody if you're a young person and you're listening you know get up and start seeking God talk to God in the morning before you go to school and let him be the first thing um, in your thought process. And I try to make God the first thing I'm thinking about and the last thing before I go to bed. So, and even throughout my day, I try to make sure I talk to God throughout my day because, you know, God's guidance, acknowledging him will give you the direction that you need to go where you need to go at. And, and I say that it's so important because Everything is trying to steer you away from God in this hour. The news, the internet, technology, work, you know, it, it's it's life, but 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 the but the main thing that's trying to steer you away from God is this is technology right now. It's trying to keep you away from God. You know, for young people, it becomes an addiction. It's an addiction. It, it, I was reading an article and it was talking about it's, social media has become the new drug because people get the highs off the likes and the views and, and what's influencing you. And this is why I was saying how the more that stuff influences you, the more the, more, the less you can have an impact in the world. So, and that's important that. What is influencing you the most will, will cause you to have a less impact in your life. What we say? Why, why do I say that? Because if it's negative, you're gonna have you're gonna have and put a negative impact. You want something that is positive that's gonna influence you positive, and nothing else is gonna influence you more positive than God and His Word. But that's something that we must all right now examine why. Our society is the way it is. Our community is the way it is. It, it is not a it's not a race problem. It's a sin problem. It's not black. It's not about black or white or any other race. We must deal with the issue at hand. Is that we got to come back to God and submit ourselves to God and let God be the strongest influence and let God make the decisions and let God lead and guide us as a whole society because the devil is coming out here having such a strong influence in our world today and it is influencing our decision making in our government and it is influencing decision makings with with us even just being parents because if we get God God and make godly decisions it will really help guide your home your marriage and your children and it is not saying 100% perfect but it's something that will help guide you in the right direction because God's word is a roadmap. It is something that will help you spiritually be in the right place. It'll help you walk in the love of God. You know, it'll help you because guess what? It'll even help us not to have respect of persons. Unless I'm going to use digress for a minute. That'll help us not to have respect of persons because respect of persons is a sin. So we can't, you know, have this where we have respect over one 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 race over another or one person over another. We can't do that. You know, and 
that is something we must be mindful and be more conscious about in our world today because the world wants to say it's okay with um, homosexuality. It's okay that, you know, um, that the way two men or two women, you know, how the family structure is being raised now in a whole new age. And that's not how God did it according to his word because that's not how God designed it. Because there's certain things that a man can do that a woman cannot do. I don't care what they say. There's certain things that a man has as far as his authority, his presence, and the equipment that God equipped him inside of him and the abilities that God gave him that makes him a way more a step ahead because God made him first. And that's the, that's the point where when God deals with the man, he's dealing with the man first. Same thing in the, in the garden. When, when we look at the garden and people look at that scripture in Adam and Eve, God had an order when they, when, they, when they were all disobedient. When Adam and Eve was disobedient, God went to Adam first. And then he went to Eve. And guess what? And then he looked at the devil. And guess what? They all had to suffer the consequences for disobedience. So God didn't have respective persons when it comes to stuff like that. If you read the book of, book of um, um, Genesis chapter 6, you'll look at it and you'll see it. What God, God did not have respect of persons. You know, when it comes to this stuff, we all got to be accountable. You know, um, matter of fact, I'm sorry, I'll go back. It's Genesis chapter, chapter 3, I'm sorry. So, you know, when we look at it, we got to all look at it to where um, we must all be accountable. Men and women for right right now in this society. And we wonder why our young people are the way they are. It's because as adults, we got to tighten the reins. We got to pull ourselves up and be in a place where God wants us to be. We can't blame in young people and saying, well, why are they doing this? And they don't, they don't want to listen and they don't want to do this and this and that. No, no, no. We got to be accountable. Because the reason why when we look at Adam and Eve... And we look at all the way down and we look at the way Cain and Abel was and we look at cer certain things that that stuff carries down to your children. You know, the young people will stop when we as adults stop. When we stop being disobedient, stop being rebellious against God, stop listening to what the world says and what they're trying to do. And let's go back to the Bible. I could say if, if the government would go back to the Bible and stop all this nonsense and foolishness and we trying to come up with these ideas and we want to have panel discussions about what's going on in our community, our community, what we what what's going on in our communities, because we're outside of the will of God. What's going on in our communities is that we got to stop pointing it at the race issue and look at the sin issue in our lives. We got to start taking responsibility for our own stuff in our, in our homes, in, in our children. We got to admit and face. And, and it was something I learned from somebody who told me, you cannot conquer what you will not confront. And this is the problem. We won't confront it. We we'll always want to blame it on this and blame it on that and blame it on this. And, but we don't want to deal. We won't want to confront the issue. And that's on both sides. Nobody wants to confront and say, you know what? I'm wrong. It's not fair. Because God wanted everybody to be treat, created equal. Not based on the, the color of your skin. It is equalness in all areas. I just want to hit that, hit that topic. Hit that right dead in the head. And because I've heard that stuff for so long. And it's it's so it's so annoying. It's so like to the point where I, I'm so tired of hearing that. I'm so tired of hearing it. And people are gonna get mad at me and I really don't care. Because at the end of the day, it, it comes down to it at the end of the day, it is time for us to be accountable. Because when we stand before an almighty God and people think God is not real. No, when it comes a time we all gonna stand before God, He ain't He ain't looking at 
whether you black, you white, you Chinese, nothing. No one. No one. He's just going to look at you. And every work and every deed that's been done in his body, he's going He's going to judge it. And this is why as male and female, as, as mothers and fathers, we have to have a responsibility. And as young people, you have to be responsible for what you've been taught. If you've been taught right, do right. And you know what's right. Is is sometimes we can't always keep blaming and shifting the blame on people. We can't keep blame shifting. We got to take accountability for for our own actions and our own decision making. And we got to stop doing foolish stuff and be responsible. You know, and we say this, oh, well, I didn't have this and I didn't have that in my life. Well, guess what? I'm an living example of most things. I didn't have my father in my life. But my mom did the best she could. And I never been incarcerated. Never been to prison, jail. Never did drugs. I didn't. Because I made a decision in my own self when I was a teenager. I knew it was right and wrong. And I knew certain things were bad. Was I a perfect child and I did everything right? No. But the one thing I learned is that I knew the difference from right from wrong. And the difference was, is what, 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 do we want to be cool and popular with people? I hung around and I drank. I did that when I was younger. But what I realized is that I didn't do it to to want to fit in. I did it because I just, that's what I wanted to do. And, and realizing some things, we got to think about the consequences of our actions before we do it you know you know the is what i learned is the price of discipline is the price of discipline is far much is far much greater it's far more great benefits than regret because you have to live with that and i say that in in not to discourage anybody but i say that is that we, we try to sit around and we have these problems and we want to solve the problems, but no one is putting it into action. Because it's not just a natural thing, it's a spiritual thing. It's a knowledge thing. It's like people's mindsets are trapped and they got to be free. And I'll use the example where the man who was at the, um, at the pool of Bethesda and Jesus came and talked to him. And because he was like, well... The angels come down, they trouble the water, but I had nobody else to put me into the pool. And he he was mentally waiting on he was waiting on people, other people, to make the change. And Jesus came to him. He was the living water. He was, he is the bread of life. He is the bomb in Gilead. He is the healer. So he came to the man who was waiting for other people to get to bring him his healing to bring him to the water so that he could be healed but his 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 illness was mental it wasn't he was yet his physical ability he was physically disabled but the, his strongest handicap was his mind his mind was handicapped his mind was handicapped and Jesus had to set free his mind so that externally he could be free. Because you could be externally free and still be mentally handicapped. It doesn't matter. You could still be free physically, but mentally handicapped. Because people are still waiting for other people to, to, to take some type of action. But you got to get information to get action. And what is influencing people now is so much stuff is so much false God religions and so much uh, witchcraft now that is influencing the minds of people and causing people to believe something that is not truth. And this is the reason why I'm saying this now so that people can see. That mothers and fathers 
Take a stand in this hour for your home, your children, for your livelihood. Spend time with influencing your children. Spend time to influence them in the right way and be the strongest influences in their lives. Fathers, it's time for I challenge men. If you're listening to this, it doesn't matter where you are. And I'm speaking this to men all over the world. I challenge you to get up, rise up, and start seeking God for your home and family. Because God calls you to be the provider. He calls you to be the protector. And he calls you to be the priest of your home. And I challenge men to get up. Get up in the morning. It it depends on where you are. If you work overnight... Pray during your overnight hours if you work overnight. Talk to God while you're at work overnight. Pray. If you get up, seek God. Seek God early that he might be found. That's what the Bible says. And I say that is because the reason why I came on here today is because just to encourage the people as a whole. Our communities must change. You know, our home structures must change. But we got to go back to God's original foundation. Our young people, young people, you got to change. It's no sense to keep doing the same thing and you get the same results. And we wonder why we can't get out of the cycle. Why we can't shake loose from what is keeping us bound, and that is sin. You know, we wonder why certain things are the way they are. Yes, we have we have financial situations and stuff, but the thing that keeps us bound is sin. And that thing, if we see it, if God releases us and we see it, it'll change our lives in a total different way. And families, you must come together and be united. In church family and the people of God, you must come together united. We must come together united. And and the reason why I say that is because it's it's about family. If if the family, the reason why our world is falling, the reason why our world is in chaos and everything else, the reason why men need to know that they are worth something. They are valued in this world. We are the leaders that God created. We have dominion and authority. But men don't abuse your authority. Your authority is to to combat the devil. And to command authority and take control. Not just saying control where you're a dictator in your home. But take control over the demonic spirits. To walk in your God-given creative power. That God gave you. And women of God, you are helpers. Women, you are helpers. You're, you're not you're not whores. You're not you're not hoochies and and you know all this stuff that you're putting out on the internet. You're not that. God didn't create you to be that. He made you beautifully, wonderfully, and splendidly made. I remember I told a student of mine when I was working at a school as a substitute teacher. I said people will never know how smart you are. What's in your head? By what's coming out of your mouth. And I say that because what's coming out your mouth because she was using profanity. And I'm like, no. People gotta know how really how smart you are. Because if you're if you if you are intelligent in your thinking, then you must be intelligent in your talking and conversation. And I say that as 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 women, I, I would never feel like your boyfriend or your man would tell you to sell. Remember, I heard something I was looking up on social media where this girl ex-boyfriend said, well, you know, um, I think that would work for you. You know, you know, putting pictures of your body on the Internet and you can make money off of that. Why? For what? What reason? Because no man is going to look at you that he's gonna, not, not going to look at you. He sees you as beautiful. Yes, you are a beautiful woman. That's God created you as beautiful. But you want a man to know you as smart and intelligent. 
Because once he just sees you as your physical, your mental doesn't matter. It's not going to matter to him. Because all that is going to be kind of null and void because that's pretty much what he's going to see you as. And I say that as as men, don't allow your, your, your daughters and and your daughters and your sisters and moms and your and your wife to be treated like that. And that is something as a husband, more and more I'm learning more as I'm growing in God. And and ladies, you know, if if you want if if a man is going to be attract, attracted to you, let him let him let him get to know you. Not not to get to see your physical body and just yeah, that's how I make money and this that because you're you're valuable. You are a gem and a stone to God. You are a precious God said, who can find that precious stone? A ruby, not everybody has a ruby. Because a ruby, you got to pay a high price to get a ruby. And you got to dig deep to find a ruby. You can't find rubies all over the world. They're only in certain places. So I say, women, know your value and your worth. You are a helper to men. You're not a, you're not a hindrance. You're not just you know, a sex symbol, and you're not just all, you're not that, you are a strong helper, you are a strong woman, and a strong woman of God, God created you to be that, and as men and women, we must work together, and we're striving after all these things, and the main thing we're looking for, we're lacking is validation, and our validation must come from God, young people, your validation comes from the strongest person is your parents. Parents, you must validate and influence your child and in speaking to them the right things in their lives. And that is something that as a whole and why our society is the way it is. And why I'm I'm getting on here because this is I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about what is going on in our world today. Because it grieves my heart, because it grieves God's heart. And if it grieves God's heart, it grieves my heart because God cares about you. He loves you. He sent Jesus to die for you so that you might be right and you might get it right, that we all might get it right. Because the reason why stuff is not is 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 not flowing in our communities and why things are the way they are. Is because we're still trying to, people are still trying to address a race issue. And it's not a racist sin. Because we got to deal with our responsibilities that we are committing amongst our own people. Whether it's black or white, black or white, it's what you're doing to your own people. And I say as black people, we have to be accountable for what we do to ourselves and our own people. We can't blame the white man for what they do. Because we blame all this stuff and we say... Um, what we put out there and the music and all this stuff we put the music out there African American you put the music out there and the lyrics and the content and we say well why is our young people listening to this because we put it out there but we don't want to stop buying the records because we like the music or you know and, and people don't want to stop making the records because they want to get the money so and that's where it comes down to it. You know, and we say, you know, drugs, selling drugs. Okay, yeah, that's not, it's a poverty, poverty issue. That's where lack of money, lack of strong fathers where they can be, men can be providers where your sons don't have to go out and sell drugs or where people don't have to go out and deal drugs because there's no, there's no provision. And that's where it comes down to provisioning from education and the foundation of the home together. Because it's 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 you know what I mean it it look it's look like it's fast money. It, it it's fast money, but it's not fast money. Because now it, it becomes it's a deeper issue now. Because you can't let go of that. You can't let go of the 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 selling of the drugs because now 
you're under what a lot of people don't realize selling drugs you put you under a spirit of pharmacos which is a spirit it's the spirit of witchcraft and that's what people don't understand and that and that's what people don't understand right now we want we wonder why things are happening is because you know that that is what the the devil wants to do steal steal young people's innocence steal the parents out of the home steal the father out of the home kill the influence of the parents over the child kill the man in the home kill the man so he don't have influence in the home you know kill the authority of a father figure in the home and not only just that but he's doing it now with abortion and killing babies now so now that's a whole nother thing so that the next generation that people that the next generation cannot come forth so and that's where we don't realize it and not only just that and destroy the purpose of families to destroy people's lives and so that they cannot make an impact in this world and that is what God called us to do to be fruitful as husband and wives and men and women to be fruitful if you're when you're you're married to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth this is what God to raise up the next generation but and this is what I say as an encouragement let's go back to the original foundation we must see that fathers i challenge you men starting this week if you're listening please get up seek god now women pray for our men pray pray for the men cuz we need your prayers like that's what mary did for jesus his very own mother interceded for her son praying for Jesus see this is the thing we need men as men we need you as women we need your support we need your help we need because there's some things you can help us with and we need prayers you know we need the praying women the wailing women now for us as men because they're trying to take men out of society where they're trying to make us extinct but it's time for men to rise up and have a voice to take a stand in your home to take a stand in your community to take a stand in this world that they will see strong men of God strong men in the community strong men in the school system strong men on your job men that can live holy and godly women that could be an example to these young ladies that need to know that they're valued that they're that God loves them and they are valued by God and that they do have something to offer in this world something to offer being as a wife a mother to 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 help raise this next generation this is why we need women of god and men of god to come together it's not about your title it's not about your position pastors prophets teachers and evangelists we can't be jockeying for position anymore we must preach the gospel unadulterated to help this generation to help families to get back and we must tell the truth and my truth is to tell fathers we need you a clarion call for fathers it is time for fathers to come back and make it right with your children mothers it is time for you to come back and make it right with your children to come back and repent to your children to make it right to get it right it's never too late god is a forgiving god 
God is a loving God. It is never too late to make it right. It is never too late to make it right. Situations and circumstances happen. Things happen in life, but we got to forgive. And we got to love. But we got to make it right. We got to make it right, y'all. We got to make it right. Hear this today. Fathers, we can't be silent anymore. Men, we can't be in the background. And and women, and that's what they pushing, women up in front. No. God made us first. He didn't make them first. He made us as men first. So we need to be up in the front. Not where women standing in the front protecting you from the police officers. No, you should be shielding them from the cops. Or, or whatever they, you know, however they had they had that thing on the, the video, which was totally backwards. But I expect that because that's confusion of the devil. And, you know, and the devil is conf- getting it getting people so confused now it is not time for you know men we must stand together and as men stand together and I say this in closing be encouraged today be empowered today but it's time for as men women and young people to stand up And stand strong for Jesus. Stand strong for your communities. And what is hurting our communities is that we must come together. It is not a race problem. It is a sin problem. But we must fix our communities by coming together and fixing our homes first. If we fix our homes, we can fix the communities. Because we must be together in in order and stand up. Whether people, whether it's popular or not, you know, we can't have the government have that much influence when it's our responsibility to influence and change our community, when it's our responsibility to change our home. But we leave it up to them and leave it up to a system that is not perfect. It is flawed. It is made by man who was made by man, made by man. Outside of God. Man's law outside of God. Is is just man's law. And that's where it is. And I'm just going to call it straight, straight as I'm telling you. So. I'll say this in closing. Is. Have a wonderful. And blessed. Week. Tune in. Next time. On Kingdom Cast. I am your host. Damon Walker, and as we say, Romans 10 and 17, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon, God willing, if the Lord say the same, and delay is coming. God bless you.